Hey, it's Matt with Mescal Mountains, and tonight I want to talk about something that I have been thinking about, and that is what happened to our rites of passage. Uh, Almost every culture in history has had rites of passage for people to signify adulthood. And since I'm a man, I'm going to be speaking mostly to the men. Because um, to me, I, I can identify with it. But this one thought keeps running through my head. And I don't know who said it. I don't know where I heard it. But it was a man provides. Well, that got me thinking. And in my head, um, I sort of came up with a collage of different stories and movies that I've seen. And um, I can just picture, if you will, a um, quote-unquote Paleolithic man, say, Utsi, what he would have went through. And, you know, maybe the tribe that he was part of and grew up with at a certain age or a certain, you know, time, pushed him away from the village where he had to survive on his own, make his own spearheads, his arrowheads, his knives, uh, trap, fish, build shelters, and then prove that he had what it takes to provide for not only his family but for his tribe. And the only way to truly test yourself in that situation would be to take all the stuff, all the knowledge, the experiences that you had in your life up to that point and put them to use. Well, that got me thinking about survival and bushcraft as a rite of passage. Now, I can teach you how to build a fire. I can teach you how to build a debris shelter. I can teach you how to... Um, purify water, how to stay warm. But most of the time, the classes are in a protected, sheltered environment. And that's a good thing because if something happens or there's an emergency, there's usually always someone there that can contact, you know, medical officers or, you know, whatever it is they need. So upon that, I was thinking... My first trip into the bush after I got my, you know, certificates and, you know, all the paperwork and experience. And I'd been doing it before, you know, going out, getting experiences, getting knowledge, trying things out, testing things out. But I went primitive. And the the, the truth that I found is that true survival sucks you know when you're in a debris shelter and it's pissing down rain you're cold you're you know been foraging for food you didn't get anything in your traps two o'clock in the morning your fire's been you know if you didn't do it correctly your fire's out because of the, the, the rain there's a big rock or root right in the center of your back and all you want is a peanut butter sandwich and your mother. <laughs> you know, let's just be realistic about it. True survival 
is not what you see on TV. It's not uh, what you see in movies or on rea- on survival TV shows. Now, men like to say that it is, but we've all been there. You know, if you have any type of survival training, that's something you should do is spend a couple of days suffering to gain the experience. Um, I'm not saying you should purposely suffer, but it's not always peaches and cream either. So to take that into where I'm going with this, you know, new direction is modern man. Most of us grew up in a, you know, a shelter of some type, heat, food, education, power, running water, you know, it was all just basically gave to us by our ancestors. And people can't imagine life without that. And I think they should. I think that at some point in time around, say, between 15 and 18, a person should live for three days as primitively as possible. Now, make sure they have the knowledge to go with it, but have them experience discomfort. Have them experience, you know, the scenario of, you're in a debris shelter or you're somewhere and it's raining, you're cold, you're hungry, you're tired. Even if you have it in a controlled environment, but experience that. Because the one thing that all rites of passage since the beginning of time had and still you know, and have is it must be physical in some instances, it must be painful, whether emotional pain or physical pain or just irritation. And it must leave a mark. And once you've been through that, then you have that experience to say, you know what, maybe I should you know, make my fire better. Maybe I should have added another six inches of bedding material. Maybe I should have made my shelter better, you know, better. Without the experiences and the knowledge that comes from that, we're basically just regurgitating things that we've been taught or that we've been told. And I think that all survival instructors should, even if, like I said, even if it's a controlled environment, should go in and do it primitively for three days. You can tolerate anything for three days. You know, if you have the medical capacity to do it. And I think that it would help society. Whether you're a male or female, you know, one could say that a female provides. You know, and what they provide is you know, could be anything. You know, it's it's inter- it's only limited to your interpretation of that statement. But go out, get the experience, get the bad experiences, because you will learn so much more from the bad experiences than you will from the the good ones. You know, enjoy the good ones, remember the good ones, because on that day life was great. But also remember the bad experiences.
Remember when you didn't properly build your shelter, when you didn't properly tend to your fire, when, you know, those times when all you wanted was your mother. And that will make you a better survivalist. It'll make you a better family man because then you don't want your family to go through and feel what you did. And you can say that you have the experience behind it. So I know this is short and I know it's random, but with things going on right now in this country, man, you just don't know. So to continue with what's going on in this country, and this will be my final topic. 9-11 just passed. And I keep thinking to myself, the families say husband and wife or husband and husband or wife and wife or whatever. Went a bit angry that night, but it's okay because you'll talk to them in the morning. And after you've calmed down, you know, you can have a, a conversation over how dinner was not what you wanted. And then they got up and you were still mad. You know, they, they were still irritated because dinner was cold or dinner was not whatever. So they'll, you know, talk to them on lunch or when they get home from work. And they went to the airport, got on that plane, and we all know what happened to those planes. You see, I'm supposed to tell you this knowledge or, you know, give you advice and tell you everything's going to be okay because that's what most people want and that's what most people need. But life isn't always like that. And you never are promised sometimes, anytime. Let's just think about that because sometimes, man, sometimes. <laughs>